0: done it again. Stations scores. Marquez, scores. The play's Marquez, Lakes, turning. By is your hero. What's up, everybody?
1: Welcome back to the.
0: <laughs> I would trust is fire. <laughs> podcast, podcast, podcast.
1: Oh, oh, the flames just like to shoot from anywhere to get their stats up. Ooh, change <laughs> up, over, Ooh, I don't coach Daryl Sutter. Oh. good series, Daryl. Who was better
0: though? Oh, I'm eating my own teeth. What's he? What do you think he's gonna do today? he's, fucking, he's crying right now, probably. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's
1: definitely he's so. F- Fucking arrogant. He's probably not even crying. He's what is he doing? He's probably just rereading a Dale Carnegie like how to win friends and influence people book for the 150th time. Power of Positive Thinking book. No, he's he's got the uh, what's the thinking grow rich? Yeah, yeah, for hockey coaches. <laughs> That's right. Think and win games, eh? think and win games and lose your job because McDavid's injured. That's pretty much the job of the Oilers coach. Hey. What did I say to start the season? Yeah.
0: Yes, I'm praying for a McDavid injury. Yes, I admit it.
1: They finally came through for us after all the shit we get. The talkie gods threw us a bone here. Finally. Edmonton Oilers Others win their third game. Have they caught us in the standings?
0: Yet? <laughs> I don't even look at the standings, but I tweeted last night, and this is gonna be my prediction. The Flames won't they won't be better than
1: bottom five for the rest of the season. No way. No. Zero chance. Boy, that Daryl
0: Sutter was sure a big problem, wasn't uh, he? We got a good roster! Can you fucking believe how outed this pathetic gaggle of players are right now? Yeah, I can, actually. The amount of fans that fell for this fucking PSYOP Well, we're sitting there, banging the drum. And look at this. Huberto is fucking... He's worse than hot garbage. He's worse than a steaming doll pile of dog shit. He's fucking a parasite living on a maggot's
1: head that's eating the dog shit. Hey... Give him a break. He's still got it. Oh, yes.
0: Best game of the season. Dude, he was invisible in Toronto for the first two fucking periods. Invisible. The only reason why you noticed him is because fucking the game was good. It was a good game. I don't fucking... Everybody was standing up for him after the Toronto game. It's just like, okay, you noticed him for a period, so now all of a sudden you support him? You got to...
1: What did we notice? He got a secondary assist on the Zadorov goal. What did we notice? He had a fucking chance
0: to ice the game in overtime. Two feet in front of the goalie, all alone with no one around him, and dishes the puck away
1: into the corner.
0: And then you got people arguing, oh yeah, and people like, to... oh yeah, you gotta pass that. No, you oh, don't. Yeah, no, you gotta. That's it... that's the play. That's the play. How is that the play? If you're ever on a 2-1-0, you have to pass early high up in the zone and then you can stretch yourselves out and the goalie doesn't really know what's gonna happen as soon as you start making that final pass in tight the chances are slim man and especially when you have the defenseman collapsing back down on you like everything is getting smaller the space is getting smaller and smaller and smaller now you're trying to force that final play that's not the right obviously it's not the right play it didn't work Everybody's trying to say Lindholm whiffed on it. Clearly, if you break it down, the defenseman reaches back. I don't know who the D-man was. Gets, probably was, was Geo.
1: <laughs>
0: gets a stick contact on it. And by the time it gets to Lindholm's stick, if you actually look at the replay,
1: the puck is on edge. Yeah, it bounces way over Lindholm's stick. He had no chance to put that in. And then shoot are like,
0: it. People are like, oh well, if he would have shot it, then you'd be complaining too. No, I wouldn't no. actually. I would have been like, well, at least he shot it. Although looking at his fucking other two breakaway attempts, <laughs> I probably would be complaining. Because <laughs> all he does is fucking close his eyes and try and go five hole.
1: Yeah, I don't know who was like, oh, he responded well to the benching. He has oh, one yeah, sec- right? he had one secondary shit assist in that game, one shot, um, zero hide in your scoring chances. His shootout attempt was pathetic. He didn't impact that game and he didn't impact that game at all. No. And he didn't. And when he had a chance to, he didn't.
0: Yeah. He had a chance in overtime. He had a chance in the shootout. Zero impact. You, you blew two fucking <laughs> I mean, what do you call those? Breakaways? Breakaways? You're all alone in front. Like Cam, or what's the goalie's name? Wall. Wall. He's in such a reactive state. He's on the fucking goal line. That's when you go top shelf. When you're in that tight.
1: No, I think I'll just fucking pass it away again. Well, I think if it wasn't um, clear by now, or if it wasn't clear before his benching, I think it's absolutely clear now. This guy's never this is never going to like he's never going to recover like and the best you can hope for is like i said last time k he's here through a rebuild and he can be a guy who maybe one day can find his game a little bit with some skilled younger players and be like a hoodler light that's what you're hoping for at this point because it's never i don't think it's ever coming back
0: but he well, got space jammed
1: fa- but he got space jammed and they're never returning his talent the
0: problem with huberdoy he has the wrong kind of pride oh he won't he won't admit he'll never admit that he's the fucking problem he's still dude I you still see this it. <laughs> you see this thing before what game was that before after i think that the benching, was after the benching yep. before toronto now it's because he plays in the west oh well, yeah, yeah just you know it's a different conference it just, he hasn't he
1: hasn't gotten used to the how they play over here yeah no, it's the western Conference. that's why now. yeah so if you missed this this was like i think this is on friedman's podcast Somebody had been talking to Chris Tanev, and like God bless Chris Tanev, but Tanev was saying something to the fact of like, yeah, well, you know, he hasn't gotten used to playing in the Western Conference yet; it's a lot different.
0: God, no wonder Zadora wants a fucking trade.
1: So let me get this straight: um, for he, he's only good if he settled in, um, on a, in a beach town, playing on left wing under a very specific type of coaching coach and a very specific type of system in the East. Yeah. So when he, when he was so good, who did he give all the credit to then? Uh, that was all because he was in the East. It was sunny out. And was he, was he system. rattling?
0: Was he rattling off all the reasons why it wasn't him? That was no, good? no,
1: he, he can take credit for all that.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that's bizarre then. eh? It's crazy. It's funny. It's funny how then he it's uh, fucking ridiculous, dude. Like I said, it's the wrong type of pride. That's – until until that changes, no, you're right. He's not going to change. He's not going to get better. He's going to suck forever.
1: Well, did we talk about the benching? I don't think we did. No, we didn't because that was the, the that game was after we recorded yeah, last. That's right.
0: Flames have – what was this their
1: first, second, third period comeback in over two seasons? Sure, feels like it. I think maybe that one in Vancouver last year where Toffoli scores in overtime. Oh yeah, that, Once that was the already fucking that was well the out first. So maybe this is the second.
0: You're down to nothing at home against Nashville. was benched for the entire third period, and it's it's true. I watched uh, the pregame last night. No pregame against Toronto. And I can't remember. I think it would have been Jen Botterill. She was saying that, yeah, the benching of Huberto was a bigger storyline than the comeback for the Flames.
1: And it's true. Well, it was a bigger story because they played their best period of hockey they've played and they won the game with him on the bench.
0: The Flames are literally better without you, Mr. 10.5. Can you, can you, like, fathom that? I just don't get how... And look, yeah, it was painful to watch. It was painful to watch. Except for the part where he's looking at a stick like a fucking idiot.
1: (laughs) What the fuck was that? He's like a kid on the toilet, like, reading the back of a toilet paper thing. Like, what are you doing? Could you be any more spaced out? This
0: is what I mean. Like, dude, you have zero drive, bud. Zero. Eh, I'll just sit here and read my stick. Oh, I feel so sorry for myself to sit here and read my stick. I don't know, man. The, m- the longer this goes on, the more pathetic it becomes.
1: It is pathetic at this point. And I know everybody's like, oh, we gotta chant, do the Hubie chant next time at home because we feel so bad for him.
0: I mean, what's that guy? This is gonna feed into his negative fucking prideful ego in the in the bad way. Have some pride for yourself, bud. Like, Don't have so much pride You will, you won't Take ownership. We're still getting excuses thrown out here. It's insane.
1: Yeah, it's like, here's what you should be doing. Your your ego has been, he should be just, you said this, it's like he needs to be broken down to the absolute bare bones and built back up. I don't think he's capable of building back up at this point. Well,
0: you're looking for the, what the response game looks like. Sure. Dude, did you see that fucking opening ceremony? How can you sit there? as a player you have all this rich you're in toronto the hockey hot, hotbed of the fucking world one so already you know that's a it's an amazing place to go play it's the fucking hall of fame ceremonial inductee
1: night you're getting to see all these fucking legends including a flames player mike vernon who came in and warm up and like read the opening lineup and jacked the guys up
0: I'm sure Lanny came in and gave him a pep talk. How are you not ready to go? Plus, you just got benched for the third period. And that was a marker for me. It was just like, I even said to you, like, there's no way he's not going to be jacked up and ready to go. Mm. Didn't notice him until the third period. It's, it's bizarre, dude. Literally a space jam. I think he might have got some sort of fucking lobotomy or some shit that's like that's how he plays that's how he's playing he looks like
1: he got the soul sucked right out of him
0: yep so yeah i don't know man like i think at this point it's a complete write-off absolutely it's an 84 you, million dollar write-off and stop it right now craig conroy mm-hmm. mm-hmm. fuck this we're gonna go build our team around huberto what yeah. the fuck is the matter with you I don't get this, man. I don't get this across the league, how there's poor management. Even the Oilers' decision, it's it's Kenny Hall that needs to be replaced. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, like I said, the Oilers are still, like, they were one of the best underlying numbers. The best underlying numbers. Hey, it's kind of funny, actually. It's pretty ironic that Woodcroft was ripping on the Flames last year for having such great underlying numbers and not having great results, and now he gets canned because of it. Like
0: was it not uh, Kenny Holland that signed Jack Dude, Campbell? Yeah, and, and Stuart Skinner to their contract.
1: And everyone was like, "What the f- what? That's brutal." Jack Campbell. We all terrible. we all sat here and we laughed,
0: laughed. And, said, and said, "Oh, fucking, that's great for us Flames fans." Same thing is it's just like, no, the problem is the problem is not Woodcroft. That's why I sit here and I enjoy it. And now they're gonna re- they're
1: gonna replace him with Connor's uh, OHL coach. Why isn't Connor's dad? Why does Connor's daddy just coach the team, and his mummy can oh, yeah. be, be the, there too? What was it the agent? Uh, they hired his, him to do what? His agent's now the CEO of Oilers Entertainment. Oh my god, dude! So his, <laughs> I think, but, yeah, dude, this is hilarious. You know unreal. what this means?
0: You know what this means? He might end his career as an oiler. Yeah, and never win shit. And look, yeah, I'm praying. I was, I was okay, folks, I wasn't actually praying for injury. Like I wouldn't do that. I but was. I'm sitting here hoping. I won't go as far as to pray. You were praying. You were praying. <laughs> Dear God, this is it before we go to bed at night, all I want is a fucking Conor McGill injury.
1: Yeah. I,
0: I wouldn't sit there and pray for an injury but have for sure the
1: hope in hell. Have ever seen Spider Man 3 where the guy is like praying that Peter Parker like gets killed or something? That's me. He's at the church. He's like, I beg, I beg you, God. That's me. Yeah. But you're also sitting there. Like
0: I also made this point at the beginning of the season. It's inevitable. How the fuck can these two guys continue to carry that much workload? Dry McDavid, night after night after night after night. Season after season after season. After, and then you're going into quarterfinals, semifinals. It's like, are they human or not? Because if they're going to go through another unscathed season, it's clearly they're not human. So you're starting to see it. They win finally last night. What well, Hyman had three goals. Yep. Both McDavid and Dry still goalless again. It's amazing. It's it's fucking amazing. What was the game they they lose against the Sharks? Okay, we gotta talk about this. <laughs> Cause we're on the last podcast, we're sitting there like, hey, well, yeah, Vancouver has a good chance of beating these guys. And then they play the Sharks. If they lose to the Sharks. So I don't know, man. People were people were tweeting. Uh, this is gonna be the most
1: watched that was much watched tv yes everyone everyone was watching it yes and it was funny because i heard like free i was listening to 32 thoughts the next day and elliot was like he was like dumbfounded like i don't know why everyone's so interested like people are have that much interest in the the oilers downfall i don't know why it's like yes they do because they're so fucking smug of their all the time ever this is great yeah from
0: the fan base to the fucking trainer to the head coach, to the players, like everybody is in complete denial, and just to see it on McDavid and Leon's face is just like
1: pure satisfaction. Man, like is there anything more satisfying? No, there wasn't. Like the, I was watching the last minute, like, and I was just kind of like really nervous. I was like, oh, please don't tie it up, please don't. Oh, it's just like the best.
0: It's amazing. And then <laughs> try cell, <laughs> try sell afterwards. So the inter- the questions, the interviews.
1: Oh yeah, great observation. Oh, yeah, oh,
0: great observation. Yeah, you know what? There, there was a moment. It's the same thing with Hubert. There's a moment where I'm like, oh my god, I feel bad. But then my mind comes right back in. No, I don't. I fucking hate you. I remember what you did. It's like it's like your classic movie, hey? Classic movie where the bad guy in the end gets it, and you're like, "Well, he shouldn't really get killed, should he? Should he?" The you, you know the the humanity in your heart kicks in, and then you're just like, "That motherfucker raped a kid." Oh,
1: <laughs> there's nothing you can do to redeem this character. Remember how
0: they acted after the Riddick stick flip?
1: Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> <Showboat>.
0: <laughs> fucking Woodcroft looking all smug with his chest puffed out. They get min- every everything mini they little
1: they deserve.
0: This little erection fucking waiting for Daryl to come over.
1: And the fan base. Oh, well, that's what's funny to me too, is like all the like the media questions. Oh, a cup contender in last they're not who the who thought they were a cup contender other than the stupid, idiot, delusional fools the, in the in circle jerk. There's exactly. one. There's
0: one circle jerk contingent on every broadcast.
1: I'm surprised Ron didn't have a full fledged breakdown and like read a sad poem he wrote about. Well, you Connor know he did Leon on on you, know
0: you know he did, but he couldn't even hold himself together, so they had to delete it. <laughs> He literally soiled himself.
1: Mm. They
0: they recorded it. It'll come out in like, you know, when you... Do unseen the, footage. Yes, unseen footage after the movies. Well, here's an excerpt after Ron literally peed his pants crying to himself.
1: This is good uh, because if you go my, back and look at Sportsnet's uh, Stanley Cup predictions, who's going to win the Stanley Cup? Like 90% of them pick the Oilers. It's just glorious. And look...
0: I'm not. I'm not gonna gloat because you know what happens to gloaters. But I won't. I won't deny my satisfaction. Yeah. I'll. I'll voice my satisfaction all day long. But you know, I mean, you saw what happened to St. Louis when they won the cup. So this, the season is long. It's not over. Do the Oilers make the playoffs? Like, what does the standings look like? The L.A.'s—they're not going to catch L.A. They're not going to catch Vegas. But who's they're not? They're not going to. Good not thing Vancouver's catch Vancouver.
1: Good. Yeah, I know. It's a good
0: thing Vancouver's good, but they could easily fall apart. We know what their track
1: record looks like. But fuck, do they look good? They could, abs- for sure. They're going to be able to reel in a wild card spot. You'd imagine because who's in wild card one and two right now? It's St. Louis and Arizona, both with fifteen points. Oh my god! I feel like the Oilers so, could definitely make that up. Yeah,
0: which means they would
1: have to play Vegas or what? Who's in first in the Central? Dallas. Oh, uh, Dallas, yeah. And if they get on a heater, I mean, they can easily turn. They the can get on, on a heater. It's not like Oswald. It's Like you know, we're done, and there's oh, no. Yeah, pay. no. Now, we can't even win. You can you imagine us winning three games in a row? Let alone on like five, six, seven, eight, or nine. The Oilers could totally rattle off ten in a row.
0: Dude, our best player is Jonathan Huberdeau.
1: Yeah. We're not. Oh, our out our best players, players. Martin Pospisil, actually.
0: <sighs> yeah, Connor yeah. Zari and Martin Pospisil yeah. are our two best players. We are not making the playoffs. I hope we don't make it out of bottom five. You know what? Like, this is – This is good. That loss, that loss against the – Yeah. You have oh, – I still – Man, like, it's, it's nuts to me. It's nuts to me how – And I bring up the, the Kenny Holland thing, too, because it's like, why? Why is there such an incompetence at the management level? Why is, Exactly. Like, why is I, it yeah. – I guess it's not across the league. The Canadian, it's Canadian markets, it seems like it is. Is it just because it is a dying breed of the old boys club and it's just like, oh, you have to have fucking an old school hockey approach to fucking get it? I don't understand it. I mean, how many I would say at least 80% of the time you and I are pretty damn accurate in terms of um you know how how we project that things are gonna play out based on some of these management decisions. And it's not even our own team. So, like, yeah, that was terrible. That was a terrible signing by Kenny Holland. That's gonna come back to bite him. Comes back to comes back to bite him. Ooh, and then, fuck, and then fucking the the coach, the head coach Jay Woodcroft. Dude, I just saw a, a tweet. Just before jumping on here, the the Oilers since Woodcroft has been hired have the fifth best NHL record.
1: Yeah, he has their highest. He's like, what does he have the record for Oilers as a head coach? The highest winning percentage? That's insane. The we talked about on the last podcast, their
0: team metrics are good. They're some of the best in the league. Their goaltending is atrocious. Is that Woodcroft's fault or is that Kenny Olin's fault? So I don't know, man. Like, and then you look at the what Bradbury Living did with this team; still gets. Still, Still, I swear
1: to God, we're playing in Toronto and I'm reading all these articles and all these tweets about, well, Brad got a tough rap, but his legacy here is excellent. Are you fucking kidding me?
0: Yeah, what was the story you put? Like, so succinctly. How about I just,
1: here's five facts about his legacy. Here's Brad's legacy to me. An absolute disaster. Did, lost the entire core that he inherited for nothing. Traded away so many draft picks that this team should have been building with um left the team before bailing on the team signed anchor contracts that will pretty much hinder everything this team can do for the next 5 to 10 years and did all of this while having zero playoff success oh yeah and around through five coaches just a fucking legacy great legacy though i that's what i mean i don't get it i don't get it and and I'm now he's in is- now he's in toronto doing the same shit Right. Oh, he's gonna get. Like,
0: he's gonna. It'll catch up with him. Yeah, in like it's
1: so funny to watch like his big signings that everyone's like, "Oh, absolutely suck." <laughs> Everybody's like, "Why? Why did like Klingberg is the worst player in the worst defenseman in the league?" Reeves has been terrible. They're on the hook for him for three and Everyone's like, "Why did we sign these guys?"
0: Because there's a there's an incompetency at the GM level. I don't know if it's across the league because there are some good GMs, but it's like this old. It's like the old school. What is it? It's people I don't know are, what it people is. People are it's hung insane. up on it. It's like, well,
1: oh yeah, we need Ryan Reeves. Yeah. He's terrible. He's terrible he's with tough. hockey.
0: Oh well, he's tough. He's tough. He protects our stars, and like, meanwhile, Lilligrain like,
1: like, almost gets killed, and he does nothing.
0: Yeah, go get Josh Anderson. Go get uh, Pierre Dubois. Go get tough guys that can actually play hockey.
1: Well, and then, and then you look you look at the decisions the Flames are supposedly trying to make. You know, like you're hearing that they're tr- like the yeah, track to sign Lindholm, is... 72 million to Lindholm. And we're in 30th place. They wanted to sign Hannafin for more money than Devon Taves makes. 30th place. What are you fucking doing? What planet are you on? Dave Nonis, Craig Conroy, Don Maloney.
0: Well, Craig Conroy is just sitting there enjoying watching the hockey games. Apparently.
1: Oh, <laughs> did you see that? He's having a
0: great time. Look, I'm all for it. I love seeing it, but the guy looks like an eight-year-old watching a hockey game. <laughs> and I'm I'm not painting him with any brush yet. But it is concerning when he's trying to when before the season starts. I mean, you you just got bit uh with this resigning guys before you seeing. The proof that the proof is in the pudding, right? It's just like, yeah, yeah, man. How many RFA deals are and or UFA deals are we going to absolutely flop on? And I always see this not our UFA in this in this situation, but it's just like, okay, you just signed Hubert out of this massive contract; he stinks. Cadre massive contract also stinks, and we're sitting here being like, hey, why are we trying to extend this? When we have seen zero signs of it working, we've seen the opposite. All signs point to no. So, yeah, concerning that Conroy... But, I mean, the reason why we bring this up, make this point, is like,
1: thank God. They're saved from their own stupidity, essentially. Yes, like, but
0: that that is not a good thing. No. It's alarming. It's a huge red flag. Because it just means that you, we trust you. Even to to do the rebuild, like do you even know? Like, I guess I don't know.
1: I guess well, if the Flames had their way, the, Lindholm and Hannifin would both be extended right now, and we'd be in the we'd be in thirtieth. Can you imagine? These guys' contract value diminishes by the fucking day. Lindholm's on pace for eleven goals this year. We wanted Not to it. we wanted to pay him nine million dollars a year for eight years. Well, and when that rumor was
0: out there, A, you're saying, okay, he's not worth that. B, it doesn't
1: fit into what you're trying to do here. Exactly. Which is bringing it back to what you were talking about earlier with is like, why are they, like, doing this thing where it's like, well, we have Huberto, so we have to, like, kind of craft the team around him. No. No, you don't.
0: Yeah, because that's, that's really- the ru- That's the rumor coming out. Okay, now the, Shames, the Flames are going to shop for some guys to get Huberto going. This guy's not
1: going to get going. He's not good. It's such a sunk cost fallacy where it's like. Right. We got to go all
0: in on what's not working.
1: Yeah. We got to go in on the shitty team. Keep throwing money at it.
0: Keep throwing money. It's like
1: fucking losing at the casino. It's exactly the analogy. Oh, I'm down 2 million, but I'm going to double or nothing. I'm, I'm already this far in. And it just, when, just doesn't make then, any sense.
0: And then the opposite—you see the blaring opposite on the other end of the spectrum. All these young guys coming in, yeah, they're the ones scoring the goals. They're the ones making the games interesting. They're the ones bringing life into the to the game each night. They're the ones that show some signs of promise. they are so some—they're the ones that show some signs of hope.
1: I'll, let's go see what Huberto needs. Yeah, Huberto, Huberto, Huberto. Huberto you need one Duclair. We'll go trade for him. Yeah, let's go. All him. he
0: needs is you to fucking.
1: Get rid of some of these. Get rid of a little. How about this? How about run your organization based on a, where you want to be and what's best for the team rather than, oh, we got to get Huberto going. Like, no, what we got to get this
0: sad, pathetic sack
1: of meat going. Gotta, oh, fuck. And I mean, hey, maybe this is being... <laughs> it's just <laughs> This is all good that this is happening and they're actually seeing why they shouldn't go in this direction but the fact you keep hearing like they want to go in this direction that's what's so freaking alarming and infuriating it's like fuck well
0: the thing is is yeah that's why we say that this is good because then they can't make any more stupid moves but they probably can <laughs> like if i'm craig connery i am trading Linholm right was, fucking now i can't believe Be- he's before still the, on the day team, man before the day is done Look at how hes he plays so uninspired. He does not want to be here. He does not want to be on the Flames. And now, so here you go after fucking, all right. They come back at home against Nashville. Great win. Um, The Coleman go-ahead goal was awesome. Coddy was awesome. That game. Probably Coddy's best game is a Flame. They do it all. With Huberto on the bench. Dustin Wolf gets called up because Markstrom's got an injury. Everybody's getting stoked, jacked. You can go to Toronto. Big Hockey Hall of Fame inductee ceremony. Everybody's fucking, this is amazing. Fucking wicked. Let's go. Huberto, invisible. I mean, the game was good. I think that was the most entertaining game.
1: That was a fun game.
0: Fun game to watch. Even as a non-fan, fun game to watch. Goes to OT. OT was was electric. Shoot, I was a bore as usual. Post game, Zidorov, his agent comes out says he wants to trade. Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> there was three players that spoke out against the shit show happening ah, it's all daryl's fault we'll be better we just want to have fun next year we'll be way better yeah we need a new coach we need a new arena the fucking weird weger uh, has been
1: invisible the last two games has he not yeah. hey what well, he's getting that new dressing room in a few years so oh that's that's good yeah
0: yeah uh what is it uh what's murray's first name murray edwards murray edwards that is his first yeah. name murray edwards and you know we are best bus buddies now because he helps oh, me yeah. with their new arena deal. Yeah. So he's, he's in tight with the billionaires. He's good.
1: Yeah.
0: So you had three players Stetcher, Stetcher, Tafoli, and yeah. yeah. And Stetcher was what our best player in the last. Oh, it was month, great. Huh? Best, best player. Him and Tefoli, the two best players. And then Zadorov after the season, speaking out against the guy speaking out against Daryl. No wonder he wants to fucking leave.
1: No. He's
0: selfish. If you were on a team with this with a bunch of guys that are fall for this oh yeah we're victims and you have man the Huberto thing is
1: just I don't how long is this gonna go on for, dude? Well, I think you're stuck with it unless you unless you can trade them for Gadrow or something. <laughs> you're stuck with it. Hey folks, our show is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code THPN. New customers can get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting. Just five dollars on hockey. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Bonus bets expire. Well, on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 Plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario, bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League, copyright NHL 2023. All rights reserved. I had to read all of that, apparently. To get everyone in the holiday shopping spirit a bit early, Raycon is currently offering 20% off everything on their site. Select products up to 50% off. Hurry now to buyraycon.com slash THPN to get 20 to 50% off site-wide. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score up to 50% off Raycon products. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. Just get them out of here.
0: But no wonder is it like
1: well I'll tell you uh the Zedora's Ju- rumor folks. I did hear was that after the benching, there was a meeting between management and Alan Walsh and Jonathan Huberto. Okay, and that's it. So who knows what that was about? This was like... this was the day after the benching.
0: I heard, um, I don't know who was covering this. I think the panel was covering it. But Zidorov makes those comments. And it's funny because, man, it's just like, oh, so much drama, dude. It's like high, yeah. high school drama. What a mess have, in there, eh? You have Backlund awarded this captaincy. Completely invisible for the three, first three weeks of the season. The first time you notice the guy is the... The Seattle, Seattle comeback battle game, yeah. First time all season. First time I heard from him all season too. Wow. He doesn't we, speak to the media at seems. How come when you know the teams in the shitter and all this shit? We never hear from back when right? we hear from Zadorov. And but Zadorov comes out and you know, we talked about this on the podcast, says what the fans are thinking. Yeah, stop stop playing like individuals, stop being babies. Let's go. So apparently, I don't know. The panel's bringing that up like as if maybe he stepped over Backlund's head and fucking, you know, maybe that caused an issue in the dressing room that he was Hey, hey, hey,
1: hey, hey. Hey, can't, can't be, be a riot.
0: Let's all Nikita, hold hands.
1: let's all just hold hands and stop Nikita. worrying about winning and shit. We're here to have what? some fun and just enjoy ourselves. What's kumbaya on Russian, Nikita?
0: <laughs> Everybody hold hands. Rub our
1: peckers together here. <laughs>
0: It's got to be a gay old time. Otherwise, we're not doing it. It's about fun. Don't forget it. So in my mind, Nikita's sick of the group. It's not that he wants out of Calgary. He loves Calgary. It's not that he doesn't like the fans. He loves the fans. He loved Daryl.
1: Oh, He, he became, play- he became he a loved, much better player under Daryl. He
0: loved playing for Daryl. So did the Foley. So did Stetcher. Three guys. The rest are all babies.
1: And this bl-
0: well, is fucking blaming a season on Oh,
1: fucking makes me mad. And here's the other thing with Zdorov is like, if you've watched the first 14 games of the season, he's been one of the only guys who it's like, we're down in a game. And he's like making shit happen, which is insane. Cause he's a, a blue liner, a third pairing blue liner. And he's, yep. he's the catalyst for a lot of this shit. It's mind yep. blowing.
0: Well, and it's funny because again, Sitting here watching shit. Yeah, on the GM level, you can see the amount of incompetency and it's it's actually really mind scratching because these guys are getting paid millions of dollars. They should be, they should know what they're doing. Um, and then you have what we can see, the leadership group. I mean, when Zanorov made those comments, we bring it onto the podcast, and we straight up, you know, you text me, why isn't the leader saying this? And I said the leader is saying it. He's the fucking leader. Yeah. And now, this is the way you go about it. You don't pout. You, you come to a realization that I'm not a fit on this team. Because the leadership group, the management, everybody's all operating under this one belief system. Everyone bought into this Daryl's the problem
1: issue. Not my fault. It's not, not our fault. fault. No, no, no. It's Push not the blame. My fault.
0: Push the blame. Push the blame. Otherwise. And then you have these three guys saying, well, wait a minute. Tofoli speaks out. Oh, Daryl's a great coach. Love playing for him. Same thing with Zodoro. Same thing with Stretcher. No wonder he wants out. He's not, he's not a fit
1: for the belief structure in this group. Well, and like I think the other thing, too, that fits into this is that same thing with Tofoli. It's like, the flames were so busy trying to convince guys who didn't really want to be here, especially if the coach wasn't was was here. Apparently, in Lindholm, right? They're begging Lindholm to sign, stay. They're prioritizing Lindholm, please stay. Oh, we'll fire the coach you don't like. Oh, please, please, please. And Toffoli felt that he was being ignored and undervalued, and he's like, hey, well, fuck this shit. You know, probably but, same was same was Zadorov. They're like begging Hannifin to stay. They're getting all these guys who like. <laughs> Don't seem to really want to be in Calgary. You heard the report in the summer. Oh, Hannafin doesn't want to resign. Lindholm doesn't want to resign. Zadorov said in the summer, I want to, I'd like, I'd spend my career here. Yeah. And the flames don't seem interested in signing him, which like, whatever, that's a different discussion. I would be more okay with that decision because like, oh yeah, they don't want to sign players to deals on long-term, except that they are trying to sign players on long-term who suck. Yeah. So yeah, if you're him, exactly. And do and you think he's he's looking at this situation be like, fuck, I'm not gonna make any money on my next big deal playing here. He's playing on this shitty team that's gonna finish 30th. Let me go to a good team and bump my contract value up so I can actually well, get signed next year. And honestly, I don't I don't see it as a selfish move. It's a he's
0: recognizing that this is not a fit for him, therefore it's not a fit for the team. Instead of moping about it and quitting.
1: Instead of quiet quitting, he's quitting.
0: Yeah. He's like, you know what? This is not going to work. This is not fitting. And to me, it speaks – what I see happening is we sit here and there's a contingency of fans that agree with us that Daryl was not the problem. And then you go in and you watch all the changes happen in the offseason and then you question some of these things like, why are we trying to lock Lindholm up? Why are we trying to lock Hannafin up? Like, and then we started off the season like shit. You know, it's like, you know, see, this is not surprising. This is kind of the direction that we felt like things were going. Hubert still stinks. Oh, surprise, surprise. Yet, like you just mentioned, they're still trying to lock down Haddiffin up till a week ago. And as a player, because we can see it. We can see what's happening. We can read between the lines. Daryl's not the problem. It's a whole bunch of other things. And so we always say this, like the players are smart. They know. Zadorov knows. He sees what's happening. Yet the organization, the management is tripling down on what's causing the problem in the first place. So the writing's on the wall. The writing's on the wall for Zadorov. He knows. I think this is the way to do it. Instead instead of soft quitting, like you said, pouting. Be straight up. Recognize that what's best for me and, and the team is that you trade me. He's he's sick of playing in this organization. I do not blame him. I there is zero identity in that dressing room. Zero. And sure, Backlund is the captain. Maybe he was the best guy for the job, and that's maybe a problem. I don't know. E-
1: well, the thing that I have an issue with back like the leadership group as a whole, is like, because all you heard was, oh, Daryl didn't want to pick a leader because he loved being the leader himself. Ooh. And you heard that like, oh, Backland wanted to be captain and they refused to give it to him. And my issue so far with that is like, hey, you wanted to be captain, you were given the captaincy and you haven't elevated <laughs> at all. No. <laughs> like nothing's changed.
0: Well, and the thing is, is you haven't, you haven't led this team at all. Yeah, exactly. There's so much turmoil and drama. There's so many problems going on internally,
1: dude. Think about this last week: Hubert O, the highest-paid player in franchise history, sitting on the bench. It's like national news. Um, and player... Dubay has, has got to be the one post game talking about it. Where the in, fuck is yeah, Backlund? Exactly. Where's Backlund? And like, where where is he? Why do I have to hear Dubay talk about fourth liner guy with no letter? He's having to say, oh, well, Huberto's professional. Yeah, yeah. Where the fuck is bad? I don't remember one game ever, no matter if the Flames won, got blown out, no matter what. 82 games a year. I would hear from Jerome McGinla post-game every fucking night. Every game. Every night I'd hear from him. I remember hearing from Gio a lot. Blah, blah, blah. All the time you heard from Geo. What the fuck? Where is this guy? Where are the A's? Why don't you hear from Huberto? He can't talk after he's been benched after the game? Why are these guys... What's going on? Did we hear from Lindholm, assistant captain? It's, oh. almost,
0: as, it's almost as if they're all living in this fantasy. I think Lindholm, Lindholm gets it. That's why he's checked out.
1: Oh, yeah. He's been checked out for a while. But the Flames are still like, oh, please stay. We got to show sure. you. Everyone loves Calgary. We'll show them.
0: There's no direction to the leadership as a... As a as a team, as a leadership group. Like you said, Backlund's not getting out in front of it. Like, we don't know. We don't hear from him. We don't hear from the leadership group. We don't know how things are going.
1: Well, all we Zadorov, can see is
0: the drama. <laughs> all we can hear is Zdorov tells us there's a problem. And
1: that's it. Did, did Backlund even address the Zdorov comments? I think he said, yes, we know about it, but we've just got to play through it. We've discussed it as a group. Well, no, that's that's after he requested a trade, right? This is after, yes. Yes. And and
0: it's not even – we don't hear from it. We hear secondhand from Ryan Leslie that he had a conversation yeah. with Backlund. Yeah. Where is Backlund? Put him in front of a TV, please. Put a microphone in front of him. You wanted to be a leader so fucking bad.
1: Be a leader. No, nah, I just like that jersey looks really good. It's just another part of the
0: bigger problem. Just, just so many little pieces all contributing to it. It's a fucking hot mess. And like we said, good. We're such a hot mess that it is going to prevent the management and organization from making more mistakes.
1: It's going to be like essentially what happened at the end of the Ginlay era where it's just like, this is just such a shit show that you have no other option than to bl- blow this thing up. <laughs> they're they're never going to go into any kind of change willingly so it has to be thrust upon them by their own incompetence which is happening it's a good thing but it's still fucked up we have to get there by these means
0: the Oilers make a move before we do and our writings have been on the wall and fucking they're just <laughs> I don't know
1: they're actually good yeah they're, they're just... good that's the thing They they have They've sucked, but have been they've terrible. Well, ending. yeah, we just suck.
0: Yeah, from top to bottom, other than the kids.
1: What do you think is going to happen? Are we going to see anything this week, or are we just going to be? I don't know. Apparently, there's according to Friedman, he says there's no rush. The Flames have no rush to move any of these guys. Is that good or bad? If you're Con- Conroy, <sighs>
0: is it a, is it a good thing to wait? I'm not sure if, if, if we're I, talking I, trade value, because you got to think that right now, teams might. I don't know. Could you get more for Lindholm now or later?
1: Well, I think you should have already traded Lindholm, which is like, well, obviously, you know. <laughs> yeah. But like, you I should, yeah. I think he probably jumped the gun on the Toffoli thing. I think if he had waited into the season, you probably, and you tell Toffoli that it's like, yeah, we'll honor your trade request, but let's play some games. And then, because like, I'm sick of hearing all oh, the trade market in the summer was terrible. Well, then don't trade them yet. Wait a little bit. Wait it out. So I think he maybe jumped the gun on that. But then you're looking at these other guys who are still on the team and it's like, well, you should have traded them already. Their value's diminishing by the second here, you yeah. know? So shit, man. I don't know. And well, I think
0: regardless, Hubito, yeah. Cutter, yeah, but Lindholm and Hannafin, I think their
1: trade values will stabilize. Like, they, I think Hannafin for sure, I think he's still perceived as pretty valuable around the league.
0: Yeah, I think for the most part, currently, other teams would recognize that Lindholm would be good if he's playing with the right players and not fucking Jonathan
1: Uwe, Mr. Mopy (laughs) McMoperson. Isn't it funny how, how, they have, so, they have zero chemistry. And even I was like, hey, Daryl, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you breaking these guys up? Yep. Boy, did he see that early on, eh? Well,
0: dude, every time I go on Twitter pregame and it's like, here's the projected roster lineup and they're still together. I'm like, oh, my God.
1: They have nothing. Zero.
0: Yeah, watch him score 50.
1: Eh? <laughs> he's going to score 50 because he's playing with me. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. Like you think about maybe what you could have got for Lindholm in the summer if you had been proactive, and I think that's all you, you just, just pray, Conroy. Like you pray that this is a come to. G- it's like holy shit. Okay, we have to change the direction of this team, and they actually get proactive about it and start moving in the right direction, rather than just humming and hawing and being like, "We'll see." <laughs> It's
0: been the young guys doing everything in the past.
1: Everything.
0: If the writing is not, I mean, the writing has been on the wall, but it's not on the wall. If they, if they can't, can't see it now, it's, it. it's not even on the wall. It's, it's, fucking... blind...
1: yeah, it's like the whole house is the fucking writing at this point. It's just <laughs> sitting it. there bludgeoning you in the face every single night. <laughs> oh, another night, Hubert and Lindholm have done nothing. Oh, who's on the score sheet? Possible and Zari. You're in thirtieth spot, um, like you, you just kind of think about what you could have got for Lindholm in the summer, though. I think that I think the saving grace is that, or not the saving grace, but what could, what keeps Lindholm's value high is that his his cap hit is very low, and if you're smart, you could retain fifty percent. You could be sending Lindholm to a team, a Stanley Cup contending team, at the deadline. They could fit him in for under a million dollars, which is like, would be insane value. So yep. I think that's for, the play for Lindholm, as you say. Hey, for a nice home. juicy first, yeah. We're retaining, we're retaining, or unless you can like trick Columbus into giving you a haul for him uh, and a sign and trade type thing, and like talk him up, like, oh yeah, he's really good with Johnny, and attack Columbus, who's probably super desperate right now. So speaking, of, speaking to Johnny, <laughs> speaking, of, speaking <laughs> of guys getting bench, uh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I did a lot of research, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's the best fit. Yeah, yeah,
0: why didn't he pick New Jersey? Fucking idiot. Um, how good would New
1: Jersey be? How you good ma- would can you New imagine Jersey? Hughes and Johnny Control into Foley? Yeah, yeah, I actually no. did a lot of research. my wife wanted to work is Ohio's place for me. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty... Here's where I do feel bad for Huberto. <laughs> he just Is got... It, he was like an un... Uh, what? A, a casualty. He's just like a, a civilian kill in all of this. He just got hit in the crossfire of the summer of Brad and like his whole life has been destroyed. Huberto made, was, Huberto got, was a, a casualty of Johnny being an idiot. If you divide... And Brad being um, an idiot.
0: If you divide ten and a half million dollars, oops, by eighty two games, that's one hundred and twenty eight thousand dollars a game. Divide by three periods, he got paid forty. to on the bench. Yeah. Forty two grand to look at a stick. Nice. And squirm around like a fucking idiot. That's a pretty sweet deal. Yeah. Well, hey, it's man, hey, if 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 I just have to feel like an idiot and get rich give, doing it,
1: give me forty grand at twenty minutes to do that. Yeah, I'd swap spots with him. The thing that's crazy about the structure of his contract is that he got like he gets lump sum payments every year because it's all it's like all signing bonus. So like every July, um, every July first or whatever it is, every July or would it be on the August that he signed, he gets a seven million dollar lump sum payment. And then his base salary is like three and a half million. Wasn't Johnny Gaudreau from New Jersey? Yeah. He lives He lives there in the summer.
0: Yeah. Best uh, thing for my family was Columbus. Yeah,
1: it's so close to my family. Meredith. Oh, dude. Is Meredith is having fun? <laughs> Probably. She seems to. I follow her on Instagram. She's having a jolly old time. Just loving it. Eh? Well, he, yeah, it's fucked up. You know what? We'll talk about this for a sec. It is like... What I can't think of a more legacy destroying decision in from, yeah. a, pro, from a pro athlete. He went Dude. from being you're definitely going to be a franchise icon and your jersey retired, even if you yep. don't, and be the best player to ever play for a franchise to you yep. are irrelevant and suck. Yep, everybody hates you.
0: It's funny because I had the exact same thought when they did that little
1: Mike Mark Vernon interview with Kelly, yeah.
0: and there's Vernon sitting or standing on the ice talking about. Gretzky coming on the wing right at that exact spot in the exact same ring on the exact same ice, looking up at the rafters, seeing the jerseys and the numbers. Fuck, dude. Johnny's not gonna be up there. Cause he went to Columbus, Ohio.
1: Ohio. Just a sad story. And you know I you know who is the most. Disappointed in all this is his dad. I can't guarantee it. Well, he probably doesn't even watch hockey gamer. No chance. You think he's watching those Columbus games? take up fucking macro To say I feel bad for Gee more than anybody. What's Connie's next move? What do you pricks going to happen? Not what he should do. What do you think
0: is going to happen? Well, I think see, where do you he, see this? Go I on. think
1: this draw off thing. Even if he doesn't want to like. Uh, rush into something. That's the one part of that trade request I didn't like. I don't like it when agents go off on Twitter and shit. You know? Like, that's really annoying. And I don't like that. But I would assume he was doing that to, like, expedite the process. Because I think people are like, oh, it was right after the game. He went to management. And was like, oh, trade me. It's like, no. I'm sure the request had already been placed, and his agent is tweeting about it, and that's now it's public. So... I would imagine that gets resolved sooner than later as kind of maybe the first order of business. Well, that's the one right in front of you, right? Well, and the thing is that like, but you
0: have all these teams knocking on the door, asking about Hannafin, asking about Lindholm.
1: Yeah. Right. Arizona apparently has been interested in Hannafin, which I think that's a great fit.
0: Yeah, me too. Nice young up and coming team. Hannafin's only how old now? 26 now. He's only 26. He's got
1: so much potential.
0: He's actually, he's actually playing, you know, the best hockey I've seen him as a flame. Maybe I'll say last season, but
1: um Yeah, I think that'd be a great fit because Arizona has a boatload of draft picks and young players. They'd be, I think there. that's a great if they're in on any of your players, you they're a prime uh they're a prime trading partner, I think, just based on how much assets they have. You you know Brad is going to be all over trying to get Sidorov If you can get Brad to overpay for Zadorov, go for it, Connie. Like, if, if Conroy can fleece Brad, if he can rinse Brad in a trade, that would be nice. Look at the value for fucking Markstrom, for Tanev. Tanev, yeah. Vancouver's apparently interested in some of the Flames guys. Tanev to Vancouver, hey, that makes a ton of sense.
0: Like, let's see a fucking trade.
1: Right? Well, what are you get, holding off for? It. It? Stop waiting, what? man. Are you holding on? to What are we holding? Exactly. Like nothing to me at this point. Like if you're Conroy, the bet, and this is maybe why I've kind of like changed. K, I want to see Wolf all the time. It's like, no, let's play the shitty goalies. Let's this is, we have to take, we have to finish. I think we will, but I think it's imperative for this team to finish bottom five this year. We need to be the next Arizona. We need to be, we just, we need to pick in the top five this year. That would be so great. Because you know what? Like you wanna you wanna be able to turn this around like Dallas did? They picked in the top five that one year. They picked Heisken in third overall. That's what I keep saying. Is this doesn't have to be a Arizona, this doesn't have to be a Chicago scorched the earth rebuild. This can be, if you're smart about it and you start trading assets and you should have already started doing it last trade deadline. you didn't do it. You should have done it in the summer, you didn't do it. You are gonna do it now, hopefully. If you get aggressive and start just Acquiring a shit ton of young talent and and picks and prospects. And you can, hey, what if you pick top three this year, top five this year? That would be absolutely huge. You have a few down years where you just accrue a bunch of young talent. You can turn this around a lot faster than you think. But you have to do that. You can't hum and haw. You can't be holding on to this fake delusion that, oh, ooh, we've got Huberto and Hey, if we just get Duclair, and we're going to be good, stuff like that. Have a vision, Whoa. execute it, get after it. But you yeah, can't keep you know. hold. You can't hold on to these guys. You can't keep Hannafin and Lindholm and all these guys.
0: You're you're hoping for a miracle, and yes, you can see how that there's. It's clear how that miracle could happen. I mean, I'm just looking at the standings. Right, you got Sharks dead last with five points. Edmonton's got seven points. Flames have 10. There's three teams tied at 10, Nashville, Chicago and Calgary. Then you got Columbus with 11, Minnesota, Ottawa with 12. Like you're two points out of mid-pack. You're two wins out of mid-pack. So it's not like you're like you're not miles behind being in in third last place in the league. But then you're looking at this roster. You're watching these guys play. You're looking at Huberto. Exactly. You're looking at the writing on the wall. You're like, "Fuck, these guys are not gonna get it going." But I can see if your if your management and your your Conroy and your Murray Edwards and your mandate has always been just get in, just be relevant, blah blah blah. Like right, I can see how they're sitting there being like, "Well, if Huberto could just get going, we're we're actually not that far out of it." If we strung some wings together we're right there, if this this happened, this happened, this happened, right? So you can kind of see how they're in this delusional state of not paying attention to all the writing on the wall because they're so focused on what could be, what could be possible. And anything's possible. Could Hubert just wake up one day and be good? I'm gonna say no, based on Indeed. what I've seen in the last 92 games. <laughs> but Have stranger things happened? Yeah. So I can see why. And I don't necessarily mind. I don't necessarily mind if if the GM, because it's different from when Brad is patient, right? Because for Brad, it was the same mantra over and over and over again. No, I believe in the group. I'm going to be patient. It's like, no, dude. Like, no. Either shit or get off the pot. Either go get Eichel, go get fucking Stone, just do it. Either go all in or don't. No. Don't just meddle all the fucking time. Don't just bring 13th, tinker. 14th, 15th. Yeah, don't be a tinker perpetually. So, but yeah, I don't know if, if, I'm, if I'm sitting here, even though the writing's on the wall. Maybe there's a fucking miracle. I, I don't know. But like, I don't necessarily mind he- if Connor wants it to take two or three more weeks just to be damn sure. Because maybe that's part of just being thorough in your job and giving your team every best opportunity without pulling the plug, without losing belief in them. But, you know, you're sitting here as a fan and you're frustrated night after night after night after night after night for going on one and, you know, over a season long here now.
1: Yeah. So, I think, I think if you're calling, uh, well, if you're a normal person, the sample size is now 90 plus games, and that's plenty to yep. know that this team is no good, and there's not a miracle coming. Yep. Um, but this is the Flames, so I don't know. Do you want to do you
0: want to stake everything on a
1: miracle? That's the thing. Oh, that's what they've been doing forever. Yes. But I think hopefully, see that's the good thing I think about this Dorov trade request is like this forces them. This forces a shoe to drop at least. Yeah. And. Forces them to trade someone. Yep, that's why I think it's a good thing. Like they'll be dragged into this kicking or scream, kicking and screaming. But at whatever, I don't care how they by hook or by crook drag them into selling. It'd be nice if some other guy, because that was a report from somebody in Vancouver that there are others on the Flames who will who would be welcoming a change of scenery. Yep, and. I hope that's the case. I hope some of these guys are saying, yes, please, if you can trade me, please trade me. That's the only way we're going to move forward. And what's funny funny about all this is like, usually what happens is the opposite. They'll probably play better, like you saw with Nashville last year down the stretch. Exactly.
0: Well, because you can't get any worse.
1: You got these kids coming in who are wanting to make the team. It's like Huberto is probably one of the worst... Players in the league. He's the worst player on the team. And I don't even think that's a, up for debate. All yeah. All like, I'm of not these... even being cheeky. Like, it's just no. true. He's yep. brutal. Like, someone in our group texted
0: text last night. and said, without any emotion, who's the worst player on the team? Yeah. Without hands down, it's Huberto.
1: Let's go through them. Okay, Lindholm has been terrible. But he still kills better. penalties and stuff and probably still better. Um, Obviously, Monge is does what he does. Coleman's been great. Backlund's been Backlund. Pospisil's been great. Cadre's been great the last handful of games. Um, Zari's been great. Sharon Golovich has been good lately. <laughs> Greer, the fourth line, great. Greer's been good. Dubé's Dubé's Dubé, but he's been better don't than Huberto. Like, dude, it I, me, I posted what was it? I posted it last night. Like this Pospisil stats compared in four games compared to Huberto stats in fourteen. Like, in four games at five-on-five, Martin Possible still has three primary points, ten shots, four high-danger chances. Huberto, in 14 games at five-on-five, has two primary points. Two!
0: I don't know, man, like...
1: Would you trade to get him going? i wouldn't i would not at this at this point like i said at this point i think everyone knows like this is it like he's not he's not getting if he's not better now after everything that happened and you change the code i mean listen if you really wanted to do this and really get him going you probably should have brought in a different coach like somebody like brunette or even love where it's like because this coaching change felt more like has been more like Daryl Sutter to Jim Playfair than it was like Glenn Gulletson to Bill Peters, where it's like not much has changed. When yeah. when Peters came in after Gulletson left, it was totally different. You let those guys cook, they were high flying, high octane. Like, if you really were committed to doing that, you probably should have gone in a higher of that direction, like a Bill Peters direction, and get a guy like Brunette or get, or maybe Mitch Love was the guy. That's probably the way it should have gone. But even so, like, after everything that's happened, you, you appeased his request to get rid of the coach. Everybody was on is hyping him up all season. Conroy's hyping him up. Huska's hyping him up. The whole, everybody's been in support. And this is what he's been. So you can't, what else are you supposed to do? Are you telling me a few more trades with players he's played with before is going to get him going? Sure, maybe a little bit, but you no, can't. No, no, he needs You to can't, play, can't do this. He needs to play under a different
0: system, under a different coach. Yeah, under different under conference. Different
1: players, a different conference, different sheet of ice. Yeah, it's like, you can't run Different your organizations time it's... like this. Period. So stop fucking doing this. And then he's... what? You
0: make you make three more moves, and you sink the team deeper, further back, and he's still not good.
1: Yeah. Oh well, maybe you just need maybe next year we better. Next I think year. you're. I think
0: you're right um, about the coaching. But like, let's talk about Husker for a sec. Like, I don't think he's the problem, but he's definitely not part of the solution at this at this time. Yeah, he's. He's not part of the solution that the management is still pushing for.
1: Right. Exactly. They were like, oh, we want to be an offensive team, blah, blah, blah. We want to be skilled. He's Sutter. He does exactly. He's Daryl Light, except I think he's lacking some of the things that made Daryl an elite coach, obviously, at the motivational side of things. Well, um, oh, a team sucks in their own end, dude. This defensive coverage shift has been brutal. For again, for all the complaining about how bad it was last year, I was like, oh, they're giving up too many high danger chances. They were one of the best defensive teams in the league. So, I I don't know why they changed that up. So, again, like you said, I don't think he's the problem, but they're not not
0: generating offense under Daryl. They're one of the
1: best offensive. Yeah. Scoring third in scoring chances or whatever it was. Fifth. Top five team in every five on five category.
0: You you hit the post a thousand times. Yeah. And nobody could fucking be an icebreaker. And your goaltending stunk. And Huberto was the worst
1: at the worst season in NHL history. Um, but, yeah, I don't see <laughs> – I think Huska is <laughs> – he's the fine guy for what they're going to have to do, which is, like, have a rebuild, but he's not the guy who was going to get this team going in the direction that management yeah. uh, claimed they were. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's in over his head currently. So, maybe he'll figure it out. I think he's done a good job. Um, yeah, and... I give him major – yeah, I give him props for Benji Huberto, like – I I was impressed with the balls on that decision. Yeah, I really didn't like the shootout decisions in Toronto. <laughs> yeah, no
0: kidding. Let's spend some time on this Toronto game. It's the best game entertainment wise of the season. You come back four one, you go to a shootout. I don't mind putting Huberto in, but you don't put him as your first fucking shooter because then you are counting on him to get you going, which he hasn't got you going since he's been here. If you want to use the shootout as a potential galvanization of Huberto, you put him in the final spot. You don't put him in the fucking spot where he's sucked at since he's been here. He can't get you going. He won't get you going. He's not getting you going. And then to put Zari in that pressure pack situation where it's it's win or lose – no, you start with Zari. If you want to give St- Zari a good shot, you don't like Daryl did this too. You don't put, you got you to gotta think about it. I, 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 you don't put like, the hunch guy in the pressure spot. No. Zari should have shot first. Fox
1: sharing, had a nice little the way. Yeah, Connie liked that one, eh?
0: At this point, dude, it's just like, yo, we already know Huberto is...
1: You knew it wasn't going in. Come
0: on. His breakaway against the Senators last night? Come on. Did he even fucking... Why did he, he... Even...
1: Why did he... Why didn't he just tail off and wait for a fucking trailer to come? Dude, he gets that puck. He gets that puck. Slows down. Like... Yeah, he d- he takes like maybe two strides. And then... At least... Puts, at puts least a weak muffin on net. This, and this is the problem with
0: Huberto. At least come down and take a clapper. If nothing is working, do something different. Get mad, like take a clapper. Try and shoot it at the top shelf as hard as you fucking can to see what happens. Instead, it's another fucking muffin. That shootout sucked, man. It was just like so flames. It was so so last season in this season. It's, they should have won that game.
1: Oh, yeah. Toronto handed it to them. They stopped playing. Hey, Flames gutsy. Gutsy. Getting back into that game gutsy, I really would have liked to stick it to Brad and, and beat Brad. But again, it's like, look at who was contributing in that game. Zeri scores the first goal. Zadorov scores. Greer scores. Pospisil scores. And you're
0: you're just gonna sit here and tell me you want to sign Lindholm, yeah, Stan and Hannafin. You want to find guys from here?
1: Like, that? Give me a break.
0: I get it. You
1: wanna you want
0: that miracle to happen? Well, and you, I get you that can't, they, you can't yeah. start giving away your future
1: for this fucking. Miracle. I get that they feel like they have to do something because they have this player for the next seven years after this year. Um, but the best thing you could do for them. Stick them exactly. on the third line, let him figure Stick it out. Him, exactly. Say, you know what? You're here. This is For what it. we're doing. Yeah. You if you can help us do that, great. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Here's what? here's a free pack of balloons.
1: <laughs> like he's like, He's maybe he's not our Jamie Benn or Tyler Sagan, but like Chicago's rebuilding with Seth Jones. Like, who's a player who he could be like, just a high-paid player who does nothing? Tyler Sagan's a pretty good example. Yeah, I think Sagan's the best example. I liked. Uh, what'd you <laughs> fucking go No, like, trying, to, trying to fight everybody. Yeah, what was he saying to Backlund? There, I was don't those... know. He... Those two guys better cool it, man. I don't, don't know what happened. They know the rules about riots. They better yeah, chill. They, they should know. They they set the standard. They set the standard of don't what ever they, get involved in anything. What are they
0: What are they doing? With some extracurricular activity.
1: Lučić probably phoned both of them after the game and was like, "Guys, what are you doing? You guys, what's happening here? Don't you remember our rules of leadership?" I don't
0: know uh, what happened. I least I know how it started—a little um, altercation. Because Geo went and ran backlund, so I'm assuming backlund must have done something earlier on in the play to Geo. But this isn't the first time we've seen this. Like I don't think yeah, in the backlund, Seattle game, backlund and Geo don't necessarily like each other. And did backlund? Do you think Geo called up backlund and congratulated him on the the captaincy? Based on what we saw last night, I would guess no. Yeah, you didn't hear any. You probably would have heard about that if that had maybe, happened. Maybe that's why Backlund, uh maybe slashed him and said
1: something, eh? Yeah, hey, fuck you, G. Hey, screw you.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: ah. Yeah, there are people asking for more Geo impressions.
1: Well, did you see him fight? Holy, holy, he's holy rioting fuck. two nights in a row. Fuck, I missed Geo.
0: Dude, that fight. Who, who did he fight? Some young uh, some kid tough, on. Uh... Some, yeah, the tough guy, though.
1: Uh, was it Vancouver they were playing? Yeah, that was a feisty game, man. Eh? Yeah, that was a good game. Lots of hits. Yeah, I wish we could have watched that game instead of the, the Ottawa Senators one. Yeah, that was a snooze fest. Yeah, like could somebody hit? Could you do something? Okay, but if you if you didn't if you're listening to this and you didn't see the geo fight, search that. <laughs> that was this was is one of the what's one of the fights of the year? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was a great fight. You know, it was Joshua Dakota Joshua. Fucking Geo's just just—he was looked pissed too, eh? Oh yeah, he's giving mean her mean Mister Bean eyes. He was just going at it. Dude, he looked like fucking Iggy in that fight. It was amazing. It's so sad. And that's that's the other thing is I was re- just reflecting on Brad's legacy because all those stupid, ridiculous articles were going out before the Flames played Toronto and it was like, let's think about. Remember like, losing Geo for nothing? Captain of the team, yeah, heart with soul. You, yeah, eh, you, yeah, nothing we can do. Sorry. Uh,
0: I'm convinced that played in the Johnny's ultimate decision.
1: Totally. He sees that. He's like, yeah, this team doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Just sad. It's just sad. All these guys who should have been career flames and we should have won a cup with. Eh. Losing for nothing. Grand Legacy. No. What did you think of
0: Wolf in his debut?
1: well he got scored on four times it's probably the end of his career he's probably, yeah, he's so, he probably so... lost all confidence in yeah, himself he's,
0: he's never going to be able to play goaltender for any team um, ever again
1: i thought he was very good he moves side to side so well he's so can quick eh? i have yeah
0: i've I haven't seen a goaltender move side
1: to side this quick ever i don't think the team kind of left him out to dry i would oh, say oh really
0: <laughs> no not the Calgary Flames they wouldn't do that
1: i would say um you probably I like how Hamnick scores against us too, eh? Forgot oh, he was even in the league. Right? Oh, Hamnick snipes one. Oh. Um, you can't fault him on any of the first three goals. There's like a tip-in no. goal, a goal yeah. where nobody's clearing the front of the net. They're standing there with their thumbs up their ass. Um the fourth goal, yeah, the Hamnick goal, maybe he wants that back, but Rasmus Anderson is standing there with his thumb up his ass, standing right in front of
0: him.
1: Screened. So Okay, wow, he let in one goal that was his fault and the Flames score one goal and I like this in the third period where the Flames are down by a, only one goal, down by a goal, third period, they get two shots on net, two. They had f- how many how many power plays? They had two full power plays in the third period. Oh, they must have been tired, eh. And two shots. That's two bad. two That's... shots on the in the whole period. Yeah, there's got to be an excuse for that. Back to an back. A, what an embarrassment! They get o chance high danger four to one in the third period of a game where you're down by one. So I thought he was very good, but boy, that was uninspired. See, that's that's the thing, like right, uninspired. Yep. You, you well, look at that. Yeah. You look at that. You look at that. Toronto game as like, hey, okay, that's a gutsy. You've had some gutsy efforts, I think, led by guys like Zeri and Pospisil, and I think Kadri too. And Coleman's yeah. been good, but then, but, well, they can't do that every night.
0: Well, why not? Why they're probably all the all the the big shots are sitting there. Oh, well, why yeah. can't they do that every night?
1: Yeah, but just uninspired, brutal third period from the Flames last night. <laughs> like you'd think, think they'd get um, jacked up for like that's what, like you're saying like you're watching that Hockey Hall of Fame game. Mike Vernon's oh. doing the intro. You're like, you should be jacked to the tits.
0: Last night you had a a Remembrance Day um, ceremony was fucking awesome. I don't know if they sell this Yeah. Wolf's debut. You Um, should be you just just came off how do you not have you know adrenaline carrying over from the Toronto game night before you're you're you know, it's just like fuck. It's Ottawa. How many times how many times times have you seen us get just not
1: show up to play Ottawa? all well, about 18 in that North division year. Now we're out of the playoffs, but we've still got Ottawa coming up eight times to lose every game.
0: That possible set up to Coleman. Was f-
1: oh, that was sick, dude. Like, have you seen, oh, that was a great goal. So he, they start in their own defensive zone face off. They score a goal on, on a rush play. Like where's Mr. Rush Huberto doing that? And all that was, was just hustle, busted his balls, to get that puck. Yeah, and- simple, simple play. Little nice sauce play with a little bit of soft hands. Beautiful goal. Skilled but simple. Just get it over. Has Huberto made that play once? He hasn't skated that hard his entire tenure in Calgary.
0: How about Linholmman? As bad as Huberto. I mean, I posted that thing. You, you talked about comparing. Huberto's last fourteen games, or however many games it's been to to possible, yeah. four, severely outplayed, and someone's like, "Well, here is Lindholm's numbers, even worse than Huberto's in the last He's stretch." Invisible. This guy, and it's like, dude, you want to see writing on the wall, Mister Craig Conner? You don't well, see this it's exactly. Like, the guy does not want to be here. He's so
1: uninspired. Here's why I don't understand why they tried to sign him all summer. It's like, hey, he was part of the well, he will maybe consider re signing when the if the coach is gone group. Hey, the coach is gone. Are you gonna sign? No. Okay, we're gonna give you we're gonna put a Brinks truck up to your house and give you all this money. No. Still? No. Why is he still on the team? He does not want to play on this team. Look at him. And I don't even blame the guy. But why is he still here? Geez, they really just need to go get Goudreau, don't they? They need to do a Goudreau for some swap.
0: Can everybody just admit they were wrong? Totally. And let's just hit the refresh button here and salvage something. Just bring Goudreau back.
1: Bring him back so we can at least, like, how fun would it be? Here's my dream. They bring ho, divest of Huberto, get Goudreau back. And do a? Can you imagine watching some of these kids play while Johnny kind of like chase makes some nice plays and chases down a few records for a few years? And then, Johnny
0: can get his name back in the rafters. Yeah,
1: they're good. They're good by the time the new arena opens. Fuck How fun would that. that be? Fuck, we're gonna
0: be bad for a while, dude. Yeah, like
1: maybe instead of getting Hubert going, you get Lindholm going. How about Monge going? How about fuck? We have nobody. We got no one. We have no one. If nobody,
0: I like oh yeah. One of the other excuses for you, whatever, is oh he just needs to be be playing with players that you know get him going.
1: Well, and again, like I keep seeing, yo, you r- make ten and a half. You got to get see- everybody else going. I keep bro. seeing these articles that are like galaxy breaking this thing. I get it. The flames don't play a style that suits his game, and he needs to play with skilled players. But come on, he's no good, and he's been whining about it for a year and a half. Could you ever – would there ever be – could you ever get him to go to Columbus and get Johnny to come back? If you could, now would be the time because Johnny sucks too right now.
0: Who, Huberto? Yeah. Yeah. I don't Who?
1: Who says no in that situation? You know Huberto would say yes because he wants to get the hell out of here. The GM, I fucking – Yarmo is, yeah, you could. What would you have to throw in? Could you retain? Would you do that? I would do it because Cadro's deal is two years less and less expensive. Even, well, if it, even if it wasn't Johnny, if it was just another player on Columbus who is making 9.75 for f- five more years after this one. Sure, but let's be
0: honest. Yarmo would rather have Lindholm, I think. Yeah. And I think that'd be better for the Flames anyway. That's the better play. Yeah that's the more of the win win for everybody. Yeah,
1: cuz if you think I'm, about it if they did go if they let's just say i, would, I don't think it would ever happen. Let's say they get a You know Lindholm signing after that probably, which would be a problem. Yeah. So here's your here's your 80 million bro. Yeah, fuck. So, yeah, i think we talked about this last time. If you're if you're Conroy, you should be on the phone extolling Lindholm's virtues to Kekalin and Yes, that's the perfect fit for Lindholm. It's it's perfect. It makes sense for Columbus. It makes sense for everybody.
0: For Johnny, for Columbus, for Lindholm, for the Flames, everybody can win here. No, I think we'll just wait. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. First, we'll try and get Huberto going. We'll sink the ship a little deeper. (laughs) Huberto is the boat anchor. The ship is already fucking
1: the ship. (laughs) That's right. Yeah where he sunk
0: where he sunk
1: they're trying to Lord. move the boat by like damn it now they're, they're trying to move the boat like by freaking digging the anchor deeper into the sea it's just like that's never gonna work oh my god mckinsey fuck you <sighs> well
0: I don't know what
1: to say, man. Other yeah, than, I don't like, know. I just, keep, I, yeah, uh, they're not good. I hope for the sake of the team, they lose a few. Like, I don't like cheering. I, when I'm watching, I still want them to win. Yeah, I still cheer for them. Like, I wanted them to beat Toronto with Brad's stupid shit. I like how our, my favorite part of the the Toronto game was our fourth line dominating their fourth line. Their yep. terrible, expensive fourth line. That was fun. The Brad tree living. I like how everyone's, like, surprised, too, right? Like. I remember this in the summer when Brad signed all these guys and Flames fans were like, yeah, have fun with that one. And everyone's like, oh, this is exactly what the Leafs need. Boo. And then, like, all the tweets are like, holy shit, Ryan Reese has been outscored 11-0 at 5-on-5. What's going on? And everyone's like, yeah, it's Brad's living experience in a nutshell for you. Yeah. Don't worry, it'll get worse. Yeah, it's only going to get worse. Yep. Just wait till he loses Nylander for nothing or something. And it'll be a really fun experience for you guys. But I still want to win, but it's like with every loss, it's just kind of like more comforting where it's like, hey, they can't not do the right thing now, you yep. hope. Exactly. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Who's next on the schedule? I don't even care. We got old Sean Monty it starts tonight, tomorrow. Hey, it starts. maybe it starts tomorrow night. The turnaround starts tomorrow night. It starts tonight.
0: You got Monahan, or you got the Habs. Fuck the initial fucking app sucks,
1: dude. Dude, it's so bad. You're trying to find games? Impossible.
0: Like, who are they tailoring this to? Who finds this user friendly? Okay, so you got. Montreal, you never beat Montreal, especially in well, maybe in Montreal. We'll see what the young guys can do. It. Eh? I remember oh, is we... Huberto is Huber going to play one game in Montreal because he wants to trade? Yeah,
1: this will be the best game of the season coming hey, up for
0: Hey, Huberto. if you ever okay. are
1: if you ever are going to get rid of Huberto, Montreal is a place I could see. Being yes, a they they would do it. They'll fucking take anything off for French guys. And they have some bad contracts. They got Josh Anderson, who I'm surprised Brad hasn't traded for him yet because I remember his entire tenure in Calgary. All we heard was him trying to get Josh Anderson. He'd be a good flame. He'd fit but, in. But, hey, you got that deal. They are on the hook for Carey Price's contract. Maybe they're... This section, you know what? Maybe this is our miracle. He plays lights out in
0: Montreal. Montreal. He, might, he could actually he fit could, well. He could do it. That could be a potential fit. If, hey, if him the... with
1: Caulfield and Exactly, Suzuki. Suzuki. Yeah.
0: yeah. I could see it. So, all, he dude, watch. This is going to be his best game uh since the Rangers. I'm calling it right now.
1: Fucking better be.
0: So that's Tuesday. Then
1: they play Vancouver at home. They're gonna get smashed. Thrilled by Vancouver. They're gonna play the most boring game of the that season. That will against... be holy shit. Can you imagine what that game's gonna be like against the Islanders? Yeah, the most boring game of the season.
0: I'm looking forward to watching the Vancouver game because they're fun to watch. Yeah, I'll just pretend I'm not watching my own team get shellacked. Then we play Seattle. Fuck, do they suck? Nashville, Dallas, Colorado, then Vegas. That's going to be their killer. That'll probably be the
1: killer four games by the end of the. By yeah, by the end of November, I would say we'll see one or two trade trades. Yeah, Dallas will rinse us. Colorado will rinse us. Vegas will absolutely destroy us off the face of the earth.
0: We're not in Vegas though, so
1: yeah, that's true.
0: Maybe it'll be a little bit tighter. It was. Be tight until the third period, and Vegas let
1: decide to win. Then, if we bench Schu- Schubert on the third, though, in third, though, maybe we have a shot. I don't know, man. I think uh, you, you watch Schubert go off
0: tomorrow night because that's where he wants to play secretly. He'll, he'll decide. He's making up his mind right now. They're I don't think in- he
1: can yeah. handle the pressure in Montreal, though. They're probably in Montreal now. Right. Maybe he's at that place. Maybe he's at the infamous restaurant Brad took him to right now.
0: They're probably in Montreal. They wouldn't stay in Ottawa. He's probably going back to see all his family. Huberto, why do you suck so bad? <laughs> I still believe I have it, Papa. I
1: have it in me.
0: Mama, Papa, I can do this. <laughs> Huberto Tabernacle, you suck.
1: <laughs> he so just he's, needs Pelche to, to he's getting, give him some all encouragement.
0: His, all of his family's gonna pep him up here. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna put forth his best effort and still suck, actually. That's gonna be my prediction. Yeah. I don't even think he has it'll, it within him. It'll look like he cares. Yeah, exactly. No, he'll score a goal. But Montreal Habs will be like, This guy
1: sucks. We don't want him. They wouldn't even trade. They wouldn't even trade Monahan and their they wouldn't yeah, no. Dude, there's magic? No, there's nothing you could do to get rid of Hubertos contract at this point. You're stuck with it. So we probably, yeah. probably stopped fantasizing about it. It's never going to Okay, happen. but imagine you could get uh Monahan and Goudreau back with Lynn <laughs> Dude, you know you I can tell you for a fact that if any other GM was the GM of the Flames right now, I would put the Goudreau thing as like, yeah, hey, that's never going to happen. The fact it's Conroy, I'm going to go out and say that if it ever would happen, it would happen right? under Conroy because he he loves Goudreau more than we do. Didn't he bring him to the team? He brought him to the team. I remember when he signed into college, Conroy flew. There's a picture of him, this little tiny Johnny. Conroy flew out, convinced him to sign. Everybody was freaking out. He was going to pull an Adam Fox and like not sign. Conroy went out. Conroy, you know, that's the first thing he said in his press conferences. He was like, oh, he was stunned at the Gaudreau thing like if anybody loves Gaudreau more than us it's Conroy so hey I'm not ever gonna put it out of the realm of possibility
0: hey man you' the closing thought here for I
1: just want to give you some stats on some of the guys who have been playing like the younger guys or the call-ups Nick D Simone has been great he has like three assists he's been solid on that pairing he has like I think the best expected goals for a percentage of any defenseman on the flames right now he's been great. Oh, wow. Martin Pospisil, freaking, what three primary points in four games? Physical, fast, works hard. Effective. Effective. Zeri's like the most skilled player on the team. Like they've been creates offense. So much more fun to watch. If you get Coronado, Wolf was great. I love. I loved watching him. I would totally. If you can trade Markstrom somehow by some miracle, let Vladar be the tank commander and play spot play Wolf. That'd be great. Get Coronado up here, trade some D-Men, get Soloviev up here. Like I would I would watch the Toronto game all day, even if they lose. If they're exciting to watch and play some kids and are fast and fun, I'd watch yeah. that all day.
0: The writing's on the wall, stop hoping for a miracle, play the damn kids.
1: But but no, we're not gonna overreact here. We're not gonna overreact here, overreact here, overreact. Yet. overreact not me. I'm not allowed to ever use the word rebuild.